Alright everybody, welcome back. Uh, another weekly episode, or almost weekly. I guess right now it's bi-weekly. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it, it's been bi-weekly the past couple weeks, so. But welcome back. Finally, we're back in studio. Second time here in 2022, so. Oh, yeah. It's nice to be back. Um, so I'm going to start it off with a question for you guys, and you guys already know it, but, you know, for the fans at home. Uh, the big question is, should the Detroit Red Wings retire Sergei Vedrov's number? Uh, as of right now, in play, uh, he has 163 playoff points in 162 games, which is all-time franchise history. Uh, yeah, third all-time franchise history, sorry. On, uh, one, only six players have played more games as Red Wing as Sergei Fedorov. Uh, scored 400 of his 483 NHL goals and 954 of his 1,179 points with the Red Wings. He's been inducted into the Hall of Fame. He's a Hart Memorial Trophy uh, winner, a Dester B. Parsons Award winner, a Frank Selke Trophy winner. He's a three-time Stanley Cup champion. He's the first Russian to win, uh, reach 1,000 NHL points, and he is the first European-trained player to win Hart Memorial Trophy. So the big question is, should the Red Wings franchise retire its number, and how, how soon do you see it happening whenever the fuck they do come to their senses? I, I think it's an I, obvious yes. Obviously. Like that's uh, one of the greatest defensemen in history. You know, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, being an no obvious, question. Yeah, being the obvious yes. It's just the time frame. I can't even see within like the next year. Maybe opening see opening twenty twenty three like first home game. I want to do it as soon as the home opener because there's a no. bunch of other shit that they need to do in the home opener. But definitely within the first month, month and a half yeah. of. The twenty two, either twenty two, twenty three, or season. even do it like uh, do it on like a hockey fights cancer night, or do it on a rivalry night. Do it on like some big promotional night already, because I'll just like, get everybody ri- ri- you know, everybody let, like an original up. six matchup, like yes. between like yeah, like the uh, a perfect one would be the uh, a black ops, uh, black ops, yes, call duty black ops, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Chicago Blackhawks and Detroit Red Wings, yeah. right? Because you know, ba- yeah, yeah, big, you know, not only big, you know. Original six matchup, but I mean that's that's yeah, any big. any any D- Detroit Toronto Detroit Rangers you know yeah a- any any original six matchup I think would be or or even like uh, stretching it out to you know having the Avalanche hosting the Avalanche I mean they're they're yeah. also big non you know, original six team rival yeah, for de- definitely a top three Red Wing of all time behind the only one not names that come to mind that yeah, I could consider being better than would be Dot Suk and Lindstrom yep. Um, you could even say Fedorov is better than one of those two, so you could you could you could you could argue top two. Some might even have the statistics to argue best of all time. This this is where Ethan would definitely come in and you know <laughs> rattle off all these names. And we might not even get to the main topic if Ethan was here. Oh my God. <laughs> Ethan would be we, going on. He'd be going on and on and on bullshitting and doing Ethan things. Yeah. So yeah, we call that procrastination. <laughs> and he's a professional at it. Yeah. Professional it's, procrastinator. It's off on every one of us here in the studio. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I, I don't. I think it's no yeah. question, man. Like, it, it should definitely happen. Oh, I, I think it'd be cool for him. Cause what other team did he play for? Was it just Deitch? No, no. Because it said four hundred of his four hundred eighty-three goals were with the Red Wings. I can't remember who that was. Like, it'd be nice for him to do it like in a game where Detroit is hosting the yes. other team he played for. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how just the other was it just yesterday or Friday night? How the Rangers yep. did it against you know the Wild, who we you know. Henry Hunk was best um, friend Matt Zuccarello's team. So, uh, Anaheim. He, Anaheim, Columbus, and Washington. Yeah. And it'd, be, it'd be cool to, for them to retire against one of those two. 
one of those three teams, sorry. Yeah. Um, or even do it, you know, against, you know. Yeah, that. Spit it out. You <laughs> uh, can was, do it. I was, I was blanking, you know, do it against, like, I don't know, Lindstrom's. Does, isn't, isn't Lindstrom a GM somewhere? Or one another former Red Wing? Geyserman. Yeah, but Geyserman's the Red Wing's GM, okay. so. I mean. Yeah, either way, you know, I'm sure Geyserman will eventually decide, hey, let's do it. You know, he played with them. Well, you know. I was going to say, I don't know if he is part of the team as itself. Do you think Fedorov was going to be up in there at some point with, like, a manager or a... I definitely you know, wouldn't put it past. Definitely maybe, like, like, a hockey operations. Yeah, like, I don't know ma- Manager if, of operations or something like that. I don't know that. if he currently works, like, for the Red Wings. No, as of, right, as of right now, he is a big part in... Um, uh, a team over in Russia with a okay. Super League over yeah. there, but not, nothing with you know the, anything over here in, Amer- in the Americas. Yeah. Because I, I know a lot of players tend to come back to their team and, you know, do, like Kyle said, hockey operations, take over coaching, you know, an assistant coach. You, you know. Like an assistant general manager. Yeah, exactly. You mean assistant to the general yes. manager, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, I, I don't think there's any, anybody that says no is doesn't know hockey, doesn't. Deserve to know the game of hockey. For yeah. anybody that says no to that. All right, uh, moving on to the minors. Jeffy, why don't you take away with OHL? Starting, we're going to start with the, some of the postponement games that have happened in the last week. Um, on the January 23rd games um, between the Windsor Spitfire and the Kiss Arena games have been postponed due to um, um, COVID affecting the, the Spitfire. Um, and then as well as the Hamilton Bulldogs, um, taken on the Barry Colts third game has been postponed and then this as of this this week in January 28th and 29th um, games with the um, the Otters against the Bulldogs and the Spitfire they all have been postponed and will be announced at a later date and then the London um London Knights um, up, upcoming th- next three away games are postponed against Flint and Saginaw have been postponed and Flint to reschedule Flint will play Saginaw for the next two in Flint and then Flint will go to Saginaw for their their next away game and then as for milestones um, of the Saginaw Spirit and Ot- the Owen Sound Attack. Um, Nicholas Proko has um, played his 200 um, career games in the OHL. Very impressive for especially being in the, in the uh, OHL. In, yeah, in the OHL. Well, most most players only last three seasons, and one season's what sixty-two games, sixty yeah. games. So it's pretty pretty impressive for him there. And then uh, sixty-four. 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 <coughs> Close enough. And then. Ryan Spetton, he also, um, for the Oshawa Generals, Kitchener Rangers, and Saginaw Spirit, um, had played also his 2 on career um, game this earlier this past week. And actually, and two Barry Colts players, Ian Lemieux and Declan um, McDowell, um, um, played their both their 100 career OHL games. Awesome. Bunch, bunch, of, bunch of fun news coming so out of So a bunch of milestones this, <coughs> this week when it comes to the um, OHL. 
Uh, bumping slightly up to the ECHL, uh, they've suspended Jacob Panetta for the remainder of the 21-22 season for his quote-unquote racial actions against Jordan Subban, which by now I'm pretty sure all of us have, have seen yeah. you know, a, a monkey-like gesture to, uh, to Subban, which... He, he claims that it was supposed to be a quote-unquote tough guy yeah. move, but it the way it looks, it, it, it yeah, looks like he's... Clearly he was, from the video that that's... Been, it looked like it was uh, so meant to be a slur. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he's just... I did not actually see it, but like I've, I've heard people just going off about it and just... Regardless of if, whether it was intentional or not to be that way, that's not acceptable in the game of hockey. Like We, we've no, we know hockey's for everybody. And, and black, and, white, Asian, Hispanic, Latino... Gay, as, straight, by whatever. Like we've seen, you know. As, as much as we make fun of other other people, aka Evander Kane, Patrick Kane, Tom Wilson, they, who's a Daniel Chara, Brad Marchand. Like, like you, you played hockey, which we all fucking love. Yeah. So, like, you played the sport that we have grown to love. Yeah. And, you know, are are representing the sport that does not get as much love as it deserves. Yeah. A couple of small pieces of info coming here. Uh, Canadians have named Kent Hughes as their new general manager, and uh, Kepping is from at Stat Center on Twitter. Kepping his team's comeback from a three nothing with the winner in a five to three victory against the Golden Knights last Sunday night. Gene Gensel now sits alone in the third all time on this list of prominent scoring left wingers in Penguins regular season franchise history, with 141 total career goals, right behind Chris Kunitz at 169. And Kevin Stevens at 260. So, Jake and Bake definitely going to be at the top of that list. Hopefully, probably within the next couple of years here. Definitely, definitely going to be passing Chris Kunitz here, maybe even by the end of the season. Um, that would be easily. That would be nice. Um, there, there's another thing that I want to kind of ask you guys about. Uh, Kyle, I know you you brought this up back in the 22nd, but the uh, the Buffalo Sabers are returning the the goat head as an alternate. Jersey I'm, next season. Yeah, That's I'm very excited for that. I've always it's my, yeah. my, my my personal all time favorite Buffalo Sabres logo. I mean, it's it's a classic. Dominic Hasek rocked that thing, and you know, definitely debatably top five goaltender of all time. Definitely the best Sabres goaltender of all time. Well, de- debatably because you know you can also throw Ryan Miller in there. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. like, still he he rocked like. He's the biggest reason why. Like, he's the face behind the face on the little, yeah. uh, the, the crest there. So yeah. yeah, so I'm very I'm very excited for that, that. I know there are some Buffalo fans that are not fans of it, and I know there are a lot of like jersey collectors out there. That are fans of it. Like I, I will definitely be trying to get my hands on one I, once they re-release those. Yeah, um, either those ones or the uh, uh, the fiftieth anniversary ones, where like it, it's like the real royal blue and yeah. like, the yeah. shining the shining Buffalo on That's the front. Uh, so didn't your brother Jack have the fiftieth Eichel? I thought yeah, I saw he he had a he had a like he had the goat head Miller jersey back in the day. Oh really? So, oh wow. Well, not a jersey, but it is a jersey. Yeah. And he he had a box of uh, uh of Miller cereal that he got for Christmas. <laughs> oh, I remember that. I remember. <laughs> I think I remember, I think I remember, for Christmas I remember the Miller cereal. He, he, uh, he was posting in his room for years to come. So. I, mean, I don't know what happened to it. He, he probably threw it away because you know it's well past. Because I think I think it expired. You know, back in two thousand three. But like, still, I would at least keep the box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah keep keep the, box. keep the box. I'm gonna ask him where it is, but I mean. But, I mean, but yeah, um, I if you can find that, that would definitely be a prop to throw in the studio. 
Oh at God. some oh, point. Yeah, That's yeah just, just throw it up there. Hey, this is a Ryan Miller cereal, you know? Yeah. So, something I would still love to get my hands on is a, a jar of Yarmory Yager peanut butter that they had back in the day. Oh, my God. You saw TSN's video when Jesse had a... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and was it, it 1988 or 1998? It was the day 90, he had to eat, eat, a, eat eight, a finger full of it. A, a <laughs> spoonful. I saw that video April 4th, 1998. 1998, yeah. Is when it expired. Oh. And he had to eat it a year ago, so, I mean... That's disgusting. Well, as long as it's sealed, it shouldn't. It's still it's, matter. Tw- it's 20, 22 years old at that still, point. I mean, when it's almost as old as me, then it's it shouldn't be eaten. Well, you're already past <laughs> expiration. We don't want to hear that. Right, jumping over to the NHL All Star Game, the last men in ballads have been announced. Coming out of Pacific, we got Troy Terry out of the Anaheim Ducks. Who? Coming out of the Colorado. Sorry, I just spoiled that. Coming out of the Central, coming out of Colorado Avalanche, Nazem Kadri. Ooh. Um, speaking of Colorado, I know I, I had sent this earlier. Uh, Roman Yossi will replace Nate McKinnon for the All-Star game because of the broken nose to Nate McKinnon on a hit from Taylor Hall. So. I, I, it's, uh, I, I saw it. It's, like, it's hard to say whether or not it was the one accidental it, or intentional. It looked accidental, just because... Like, Taylor Hall's never been one of those dirty players. He's always been a very respectable, very down-to-earth kind of guy. And, like, he doesn't hit. He, or not much. Nothing, not, or not much. Often, no. Yeah, so. I think what it was, too, what didn't help, because when McKinnon was trying to move his stick to the other side of his body, it kind of got caught in between him and Hall's shoulder. Mm. And it he just hit, his, him. Hit, him, hit him in the face, and that kind of is what did it. And the last two last men in... Coming out of the Atlantic, of course, Steven Stamkos. And coming out of the Metro, awesome to see, Jake and Bake, Jake Gensel. Moving on, going to be joining Tristan Jarry, his second All-Star ballad. going to be the first one he's going to be playing in. Because back when he got voted in in 2020, he got injured, what, a week and a half before the game was supposed to to happen? So, good to see Jake and Bake finally finally getting a chance to show what he's got Mm -hmm. in the the All-Star game. Uh, Going back to people we've been ripping on... uh, Vanderkane, he's unfortunately back in the league. Well, not, not fortunately for the Oilers, but unfortunately for the rest of us who aren't big fans of him, he signed a one-year deal with Edmonton Oilers worth $2.094 million. Well, and some of it was waste, uh, spent, well-earned on betting against the Calgary game. And, uh, <laughs> you beat me to it. I was going to say, rumor has it all his money's already gone from betting on the game. <laughs> But um, I mean, I, I watched his uh, his interview after, shortly after he signed it. And he, you know, he still he this listen to me. He sounds like a really chilled out to earth guy. Mm. I mean, just you know, some of it's, the the allegations he's had, some of the allegations he's claiming and trying to start. Just you know, but on and off the ice, I mean, he just seems like a basic kind of guy. I mean, just just kind of a shitty attitude. But personality wise, I mean, it's it's hard to tell because I mean, you can fake anything in an interview. But don't comment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else do we got here? Oh, most career games played as a defenseman. Number one, we got Chris Chelios at 1,651. And just this past week, jumping into number two, Zdeno Chara of the New York wow. Islanders. And now 1,636 might be closer to 37, 38, maybe even 39, since that was um, that screenshot was sent. Uh, right behind him, Scott Stevens, Larry Murphy, and Ray Bork, all just above the 1600 mark. So definitely, we're going to be seeing Chara take that number one spot here by the end of the season. 
Easily. Yeah. I, assuming he stays healthy throughout the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, with him being 44 years old and, you know, first season paid, you know. Well, yeah, thing with stuff like that, it's one of those things where if you get a bad hit or you get something, you know. And, and with him being as big of a guy as it is, I mean... Come from like, well, you you can you can back me up on this. You know, being as big as we are, like yeah. anything, well, yeah, anything, awkward, any any awkward hit, any awkward you know turn, like yeah. you you can easily tweak something, and that's oh, you know okay. yeah. two to three weeks out on you know something wrong wrong with like a knee or something. Yeah, so. shit. Knee or lower yeah, back. Yeah, fucking shit. Perfect example. Yeah, I let my dogs outside the other night, and I rolled my ankle on an ice block. There was a lump of ice the size of a baseball. I went to let the dogs out. I, I was like, in your surgery ankle. It wasn't. That's good. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's not good. And mom's like, you okay? And I'm like, uh-huh. I was like, awkwardly event on both of my legs. <laughs> yeah, it wobbled like, like, like a fucking penguin. Right. Uh, the Ontario government has announced that the Toronto Maple Leafs and Ottawa Senators can return to 50% capacity on February 21st. And then full capacity on March fourteenth. Just before the play, um, right, right before the playoff so run. Right, the playoff uh, right, 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 right yeah. after the All Star All Star Olympic, not anymore Olympic break, but the All Star break. Yeah. They can they can have fifty percent. So. Well, it, it's great to see all those fans be disappointed in the stands, realizing they can't get out the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> um. so the the All Star break is going to last longer so. than the Leafs won the playoffs this year. Yeah, I got a couple of things. Uh, uh, <clears throat> my first thing, which I don't know who he is, Carson Kuhlman claimed off waivers, and he's from Boston to Seattle. Uh, Seattle needs as much help as they can get right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, Keith Yandel breaking the all-time Ironman streak, playing 965 career games. And last but not least, Nick Holden of Ottawa just signed a one-year extension. So who, what else did we see? Um, who was uh, it? Yeah, uh, Drew Doughty. Yeah. yeah, played his one thousandth career game against the Pittsburgh Penguins the other night. So. And then Ryan. Oh, not the Penguins, but some somebody the other night, uh, Thursday night, sorry. And, and just last night's game, uh, Ryan O'Reilly uh, played his nine hundredth career game. Awesome to see Ryan O'Reilly, man. Uh, for, former Erie Otter. And been it's, it's been in the league for forever. Been yeah. for, so. for, 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 nah, for forever. Uh, early. Don't, don't worry, take time. Which is something that's crazy to see. You know what? A player that is older than Ryan O'Reilly, if I was not mistaken? T.J. Oshie is older than Ryan O'Reilly. No. T.J. Oshie is 35 years old. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I saw that today. I was like, there's no way in hell T.J. Oshie is 35 years old. I thought, I thought he was younger than that. Well, considering he was, you know, fairly young when he, young he well, no, well, no shit, Bobo, but like, he was fairly young when he, you know, during the shootout against Russia in, back in 2010. 2014. 14. 14. He is still fairly young. 27, 28 at that time, yeah. And here we are now, eight years later, he's like, he's 35 years old, man. So he's, he doesn't got much time left. Yeah. So I, I did not realize well, he was the same age as Sidney Crosby. Well, like, that's, well, let, me, yeah, I, well, let me ask you guys this. Do you think he's going to stick around to play his 1,000th game, or do you think he's going to retire? I think he's way well past 1,000 games. I could be wrong. Is he? Well, I mean... Well, well we figured that out. Uh, just this past, earlier this past week, the 23rd, Chris Letang joined Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Mario Lemieux as the only four Penguins in franchise history to play 900 games for the Penguins. Wow. That's so, awesome for Chris Letang. Um, Especially... For, for some fans of him, some fans, some people that don't like him. Probably don't care, but 
<laughs> Especially okay. for the, okay. the the bet on longest trio. And yeah. And I Joe. Excuse me if we didn't mention this, but Keith Yandel officially the longest Iron Man streak in NHL history. Yeah. Over now now over nine hundred and sixty four games, passing Doug Jarvis for the longest in history. Which is absolutely crazy. Yeah, I think I mentioned that a few minutes ago, but it's alright. But yeah, still that's insane. Another thing to bring up is um, Jeff Carter um, has gotten an, an extension with the Pittsburgh Penguins for two years for three point one two five million. That's, that's cool to see, but I'm I'm kind of, I'm glad what, to see Carter. What kind of makes me think is I wonder if that that kind of makes me wonder if do they maybe not plan on bringing Malkin back at the end of the season? Well, how, how many years has he left on his contract? Well, he's both Malkin and yeah, Malkin and Latang go into oh, test free agency this season. But Malkin has, has outright said to uh, to G, uh, their GM, it's like, hey, like I- I'm happy to stay in Pittsburgh. I'll be happy to stay, like take a big pay cut. Just please, just keep me around. Oh, he wants. He's willing to take a pay cut. Yeah, he's willing. See, players, players like that, man. Like, but here's the thing: Chris Tang is also a free agent this offseason, but he wants a pay raise. He wants a raise. He wants a raise, Dang. which I think is fucking selfish. If if you want to stay in Pittsburgh, if you want to stay in the still, still city, and you know play. We're, like continue to play here, you got to take a pay cut for you know to bring other, uh, these other players in. Yeah. Look what Tom Brady did with t- down in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I know I know yeah. it's football, but like respect to him now that he's gone. That's yeah, but, but but like when he originally signed or when he was still up in New yeah. England, he took these massive pay cuts <laughs> just so j- just so that he can bring in these powerhouse team around him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and win win Super Bowls. What he's able to do first year up in Tampa Bay, yeah. Yeah. second year made it all the way here to the, the division around. You know, two two game two wins away from making the Super Bowl again, mm. and you know it's it's just unbelievable what's what you can but, do when you take pay cuts. Yeah, but at, at this point, like you, you've been in the league for you know this long now, you're 35, 30, almost thirty six now. You gotta be taking pay cuts. You gotta think the big picture here. In order to build a good, young, solid team around you, you gotta take these pay cuts out. Yeah, well, like okay, look at a lot of teams. Like we'll go kind of basement teams like Ottawa. A lot of these, you know, Ottawa, Toronto. Toronto's actually on fire this year. But a couple, like last season when we were talking with the basement teams, that's, that was like the defense where everybody struggled the most. Defense and goaltending were where they struggled the most. It's still. And that's still a big problem. And the thing I love about players who can take a pay cut like that, they're yeah. like, yeah, I want these young, you know, be like, yeah, I'm going to go to the draft with you. We're going to watch for these young defensemen. If I spot anybody I think that can help me, Behind me, if something were to happen, I have these two fresh legs on me because I can't. You know, when you're old like that, you can't catch it. You can't keep up. It amazes me that people like Malkin and Crosby are still as fast as they are. And then you think about it, Crosby especially. Malkin, Malkin's not as fast. Crosby especially, still, still. And it's like you think about it, and it's like, man, we can't skate, so we pass puck to Sid, and he's gone. But it's just one of those things where you know, if you were to go to the draft and. You're watching out for these fresh legs. You catch like two wingers and two defensemen, and you're like, "Yeah, I want you know A, B, C, and D." Go talk to them. And that's a th- another thing. Like with these um, lower pay cuts, some of these players, like Gino, just said they want to play for the want, sport, not play he, for the money. He wants to stay in the city that he's been with. Yeah. And he's more for the team, and he's more for the, for the, the sport. The sport. Yeah. 
you know, yeah, money. exactly. And that's the one thing, you know, professional sports, that's what bothers me a lot is people are like, oh, I get Especially paid to play fo- football. And I'm yeah. like, football especially, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah, congratulations. MLB, MLB is the worst. MLB yeah. too is, even, yeah, MLB, MLB is starting to get pretty bad. No, they considering that the MLB, like all teams, like they don't have a salary cap. I know. Yeah. They're the only professional sport in America that doesn't have a salary cap. Aren't they trying to get? They're trying. Are they yeah. trying to get a salary cap? Yeah, but the players so, are going against it. Yeah. It's like, hence why they. I'll say this: we've seen this before about hockey. We've seen this about every sport. But I can never do a lot of the things that professional baseball players do. Yeah. I can't hit a ball that's coming at me 100 miles an hour. I can't throw a ball yeah. 100 miles an hour. But the fact that they're, you know, oh, I want to, I don't want to play for this team unless you give me $45 million a year. Yeah. Like, can you imagine making $45 a year to throw a baseball? Yeah. I mean, like, looking it, at it's, it's hard for them to do. It's not easy as hard as they do it. Yeah. But. But well, also looking at NHL league minimum, I mean, league minimum is, you know. $750,000? Yeah, $750,000 per year. Yeah, so three quarters of a million dollars. Yeah. I think and the league minimum in football and baseball, I believe, is like, like 1.5 or yeah. like at least a mil. Yeah. Like, hockey players get paid the least out of the four major sports. Yeah, it's like like going back to hockey. I think, you know, maybe besides football, I think hockey's the roughest sport. You know? It's the most physical. Well, they technically say besides sports on wheels, NASCAR, hockey is quote-unquote the fastest sport in the world. Because you have skaters hitting each other roughly, what would you say, 15 miles an hour? That's like getting hit by a car. I mean, Connor McDavid was reached, what, 22 last in two years? Yeah, Connor, let's say the average is like 17. That's like getting hit by a car in a school zone. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> Not a lot of people think about that. There, there is a stat out there where uh, NHL players are 20% smaller than NFL yeah. players, yeah. but hit, you know, almost 25% are, harder yes. than an atypical, you know, NFL yeah. lineman. Yeah. So. Think about that. Yeah, you know, I'm... You know, three ten. I'm a stereotypical NFL lineman, and it's one of those things where if I were to go up and we bash heads, that might be seven hundred pounds of force. Which you think about it, that's a shit ton of weight movement. Imagine Bo and I going up against each other and trying to hit each other. Shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. Shoulder, That's that. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of force between the two of us. The two biggest boys here in the the, yeah. Neither of us are are small. Like we're 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 on the bigger end of the spectrum. But like both six two. I'm six. I'm six three two fifty. I'm six one three zero five. So that you know that that's more than five hundred pounds of force. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. And then you like, think hockey, where you have you know Connor McDavid and let's say, uh, fuck, his name slipped. Uh, Crosby, two of the fastest skaters in the league. The thing about hockey is you have the boards that stop the hit. That's where all the car crash comes out of. Yeah. If Crosby's against, well, get the puck. McDavid just says, "Hey, fuck you." Puts him against the wall, and he puts like yeah. I, I think. I mean, look, look at you can even think of players like Nathan Gerby and Alex DeBrinket, who are the yeah. smaller guys in the league, getting hit by guys six foot nine. Like, can, yeah. can you've seen? Yeah. Have you seen the Daniel Charge standing next to fucking Alex DeBrinket? Like, <laughs> like DeBrinket's fucking waist high compared to Chara. I yeah. know. Like, come on. He literally has to go. So, dude, he has to literally look up to him. So that's where your zipper is. <laughs> Friggin' drop box of things. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have any Smith hot dogs out there? I'm hungry. All right, moving on. One final thing before we move on to our injury report and then our main topic. That Trevor Zeger skull did it oh again, but this time by himself. Unbelievable, man. It's uh, he, he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna be the best one at it, man. He's yeah. already proven that he can do it. He did it once with Sonny Milano, and now he's doing it by himself. <laughs> yeah, I, it was I cool. think that that Sonny Milano one back a couple weeks ago. I think that one was kind of accidental. Yeah, but like it just 
just Some, based somehow of got it over the net and went in. He's like, oh my god! But this one, like you could tell, he was trying. Just like yeah. he, he was still kind of surprised that he pulled it off. He's like, oh, holy shit! But <laughs> I, I did a thing. <laughs> but he was definitely like this one looked a lot less effortless. Yeah, like, he just he yeah. just did it like it was nothing. He just, just looked like at the boom, it was yeah, in the net. Was like, <laughs> he was still like gold was just like. Where did you come from? He didn't see where where he where he came from, where the puck went. Yeah, it was just he was still at full almost full speed, like full speed coming around the back of the net. And he did that like it was like natural. Yeah, it was one of those how you're supposed to score a goal in hockey. That takes a lot. I'll be honest, you know, that takes a lot of work to do shit like that. Even he like he made it look like it was like literally like a lacrosse goal. Like it's so easy for them to do it because they you know they're allowed to put their hands on like. Bring it up above their yeah. head is what they're pretty much supposed I'll to do. I'll be honest with you guys. I saw a really weird post on Facebook the other day. You know, we're in a bunch of different hockey communities. And one of them I was in, maybe you guys saw this too, but they said they should ban trick goals like that. They no, said they no, should. No. That's what makes they the fucking sport exciting. They should, they should ban shots like the Michigan because yeah, like all I'm, they're doing the, is the, showing the off. One group I'm in is like, it's just a group full yes, of a bunch of fucking John Tortorellas. Yeah. Like, grow the fuck up. Like, it's, the like, game of hockey is growing. It's going to yeah. get better and better and better. Like, so, even if that happens against your team, you're still impressed if, yeah. if somebody gets zebras. Given, given five, six years, a player's going to mid-game mid, mid pull out a blindfold, put that on, and then do it. Yeah. It's going to be nothing. <laughs> well, and like I said, I just wanted your guys' input on it, you know. And it's just, I personally I don't think they should do it. I think it so, makes it more like, entertaining, the game. Like, the one... The one it was basically a Karen. I was reading through all these real pissed off comments, and this one Karen was like, "They should like not even get the goal for that because all they're doing is showing off just because they play hockey." I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. They're in the NHL. They're in the NHL for a reason. Yeah. Here, how about this? You go out there and you try to do that goal at yeah. this pace, at this level. Yeah. Dude, I can't even ice skate. Same here. I'm fucking depressed. Like doing fucking amazing things right. like that with it. Like new challenge next one. We're all gonna learn how to ice skate. God. Yeah, fuck you. I'm not breaking my fucking shoulder <laughs> over that. Vlog channel coming soon. <laughs> fuck Buster's play hockey. All right. The the misadventures of Johnny Uncle and Denise, man. <laughs> Moving on to your Buckbuster injury report. Coming out of the Anaheim Ducks, the guy we were just talking about, Sonny Milano. Is on injured reserve with an upper body injury and did not travel for this team for the team's past five game road trip. So it's definitely sad to see a big big loss for them there. Uh, coming out of uh, Boston, Tukarask is right back to being on the out uh, with a lower body injury and did not suit up today for tonight's game against Dallas. That's it. Comes back, finally comes back and it nope and gets injured. Every <laughs> I swear to God, I think the Eminem song. Guess who's back? Every time he gets injured, he goes back into IR. <laughs> it's literally like a door. It's like a closet. He goes into the closet. Like, the place. hospital just has an, a like, reserved room for yeah. him at this point. They call it the Tuka room. The Tuka room. Tuka room. They call the Rask room. Coming out of Buffalo, we got, what, four or three goalies on this IR. Uka Pekka the fucking Crash Bandicoot Tiki, uh, Michael Hauser, and Malcolm Subban, all on injured reserved. Uh, Lukanen with a lower body and Subban with an upper body. Victor Olofsson, Rasmus Asplund, and Colin Miller, all on the injured reserve for Buffalo. Things just keep getting better up in there for Buffalo. Yeah, they're having a rough time. Uh, coming out of Carolina, Tabo Teravainen is out. Uh, contrary to the previous report, Teravainen did not miss Saturday's game versus the Wild due to an illness. Um, head coach Rod Bender said the winger has a lingering injury. 
or Sarah Kaibian of The Athletic reports. Coming out of Chicago, Jonathan Taze is back to being day-to-day status. Uh, no uh, re- re- reason given there. Uh, Riley Stillman is on the injured reserve and could be injured for at least two to three weeks with a shoulder injury. Uh, coming out of Colorado, Nathan McKinnon, as we were talking about earlier, with a broken nose and a concussion, will miss at least the next three games. Coming out of Detroit, backup goaltender Thomas Grice is in day-to-day status. Uh, Tro- Troy Stretcher uh, with a wrist injury. Stretcher. So they put him. I've on a, So they put him on his last stretcher. name. They stretcher. Put him on stretcher. Put on, put on a stretcher. Uh, sorry, Stretcher, not Stretcher. Sorry. Oh. Uh, he skated on Thursday with a non-contact jersey. Coming out of Florida, former Pittsburgh Penguin Patrick Hornquist is put on the injured reserve with an upper body injury. Was placed on the IR on Tuesday. Uh, per David Dwonk of the Local 10 Miami Reports. Just looking for some other bigger names here. Dougie Hamilton, coming out of the New Jersey Devils, was put on the IR with a jaw injury. Didn't he have a jaw injury like two years ago? Or was uh, it like a, like a... I know he was out for the season with something. I, mean, I, don't, I, know I, I don't remember. I, knew, I was going to say, yeah, jaw injuries... You know, they wire your jaw shut for like three weeks, and they're like, yeah, get out of here. He, he was with the team on Wednesday in a non-contact jersey and did come on the road trip for this three-game road trip. So we'll see if he ended up, ended, ends up getting some action there. Uh, coming out of the long, not long, Island, Manhattan, uh, the Rangers, Philip Scheidel is in day-to-day status. Patrick Nemeth and Capo Caco were on the injured reserve. <laughs> I'm sorry, I heard go, 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 Capo Caco. Coming out of the Flyers, Kevin Hayes and Derek Broussard were both put on the injured reserve. Uh, Hayes with a lower body injury was placed on the injured reserve on Friday. And there's no, t- still no timeline for Derek Broussard's return with a hip injury, and he was put on that list two Did weeks ago. Did he break so his hip? It just is a hip. I don't know if it was because I, I thought. Yeah. If, if there's no timeline on his return, I would I probably. I thought they, I thought he broke his hip off of like made a practice or something. Uh, as we know as Penguins fans, uh, Teddy Bluger underwent successful jaw surgery. Uh, that happened just this past Monday, and he was going to be signing for was it, at least six to eight weeks. And goaltender Louis Dominguez is on injured reserve and is considered week-to-week with a foot injury. Just about wrapping it up here, coming out of Seattle, Carson Soucy and Jamie Alexiak are both in day-to-day status. Coming out of Tampa Bay, defenseman Eric Cernak with a lower body injury and was unavailable for the next three games as of Tuesday. Uh, coming out of Vancouver, Tucker Pullman is out with an undisclosed injury and did not play in Saturday's matchup against Calgary. And finally, coming out of Winnipeg, Josh Morrissey is put on the injured reserve due to COVID-19 protocols and could end up being an option in Tuesday's matchup against the Flyers, per Scott Billick of the Winnipeg Sun Report. All righty. All right, and now on to the main topic of this evening's podcast. Um, obviously, the Olympics is coming up. As much as we are disappointed that the NHL isn't sending any players or isn't allowing NHL players to represent their own countries for <coughs> this year's Olympics, we still came up with our version of the dream team, or all yeah, I should say all-time dream team. So, regardless of the generation or the era that they play, these players played in, we came up with these lists for the IIHF's top 12 team list. 
So, Bobo, I, I know you have the, the first team, so why didn't you get a kickoff in? I got lucky with number one, and I got Team Canada. So, we my for my six forwards for Team Canada, Crosby, Gretzky, Lemieux, Messier, Aginla, Aginla and Paul Henderson. Man, that's not that's fair. I'm not too familiar with that last one, but yeah. So, well, do you have any honorable mention forwards? Uh, Rick Nash was my honorable mention. I'll throw Rick Nash in. Honestly, yeah, I thought about Nash it. Over Henderson. I thought about it, and then when I was doing my research, Paul, you, uh, you obviously can't forget Connor McDavid too. Yeah, but so <coughs> made David over Nash, but Nash over Henderson. Yeah, and all. I almost put McDavid, and I was like, I it kind of slipped my mind to be honest with you. And I was like, literally, as soon as I finished my notes, I was like, shit. And I was like, whatever, I'm not going to screw with it. But defensemen, Bobby Orr, Ray Bork, and Paul Coffey. Honorable mention, Chris Pronger. Yeah. yeah. In, all, in all fairness. Kind of nailed, almost, I think you nailed that one. That if you, here's the thing. If you want to play a gritty team like Russia, maybe throw Chris Pronger. Chris. Yeah, Chris. Chris, Chris Pronger in. But, yeah. like, if you're playing a team like USA who's, you know, high speed, high yeah. high attention, That's then, then, yeah, yeah. then take, uh, take Pronger out. So, But, no, you're, you're riding the nose, man. Uh, my goaltender, I have Marty Brodeur. My honorable mention, Gary Price. Yeah, I think you nailed that. I, I don't have any <laughs> yeah. arguments. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no That's, Besides that, la- that last four games, yeah. I'd say either yeah. Nash well, or only, McDavid instead of The only of reason I put Henderson over McDavid, because Paul Henderson played in like three Olympics with Team Canada, and the year, the three years he played were the years they won the back-to-back-to-back goals. And I was like, he must have been a big part of that. Or he must have been series. extremely lucky. I'd be in like a fourth-line winger or an yeah. alternate winger. Like, like a Patty yeah. Maroon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still. No offense he, to Patty Maroon. But, yeah. but yeah. along for the ride, pretty much. Yeah. So that was my thought when I put him. I probably should have put McDavid. You guys are right. But sorry, Mickey D. All right, I'm going to move on. I'm going to pick up with uh, Finland. Finland. Um, so my forward, forward core is uh, Yari Curry, Saku Koivu, Timu Solani, Miko Rantanen, Michael Granlund, and Alexander Barkov, with honorable mentions being Patrick Laine, Kasperi Kapanen, and UC Jokinen. Yeah. yeah, those are some really good. Not, I, I think 9A, Ka- uh, Kapanen, and Barakov can definitely definitely be rotated in and out as, as per yeah. needed. But mm. at this point, like that's that, I feel like that's pretty damned accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for the Blue Liners, I got Sebastian Aho, the Carolina Hurricanes, Sebastian Aho, <laughs> yeah. uh, Rasmus Dursalainen, and Kimo Timonen. The Hurricanes, Yeah, he's a forward. Is he? The Hurricanes, the Hurricanes, Aho. It, mu- it, it must have been, been the, the defenseman one. It, it must have been the Islanders one. Yeah. So. Yeah, still nothing will get a, be a reaction to when we all we found, found out that there was two. Yeah. We're we're sitting no around. Relation. We're we're sitting around like, yo, what the fuck? There's two of them. So now, now <coughs> we have to be specific. I wish one. Yeah, specific in which. Yeah. And then the goaltenders, us between two of them, between uh, Tuka Rask and Pekarene. Rask is Finnish? Yeah. Oh, wow. He's a fan. I w- I'd still stick with Tuka. What was, e- the, what was the backup? Uh, Pekka. Even though Pekka's <laughs> finished with his career. I mean, Rask is getting there, too. Yeah. True, true. <laughs> true. 
But I'd I don't know. I don't know who I'd start there. That's a tough one. I mean, either way, you can't go wrong with either goaltender. Oh, yeah. Either one are... Carrasco is down. Rainey's an automatic, solid backup. Like, that's no question. Yeah, it's it's more of the debate of, you know, which one's 1A and which one's 1B of a goaltender. Yeah. Just like when, no, what pa- the Penguins had to deal with a couple years ago with Fleury and Murray. One's a yeah. 1A, one's a 1B. Yeah. It just depends on which one you want to go with for that time. Uh, Kyle, who, who do you got next? I got the United States of America. Fuck you. Now, I did an entire full lineup for mine because I really, really struggled with one of my other second teams. So to, just to give some more content here, I did a full 12 forward, six defensemen, and two goaltenders. Top line, I did mine kind of by legends, current, and then I mixed legends and current, and then another legends. So first line, legends, Keith Kachuk, Mike Madano, and Jeremy Roenick. Okay. Second line, Phil Kessel, Max Pacioretty, TJ Oshie. I'm going to hold on to, T, uh, to Pacioretty. Just like because off I, on him? I'm, I'm going to hold on to his name, just depending on what you say for these next two centermen. Next two, Patrick Patrick Kane, John LeClaire, Zach Parise. Okay. And finally, fourth line, Billy Guerin, Pat LaFontaine, and Brett Hall. Do you have any honorable mentions? For forwards, I do not. I, I probably switched. Uh, there, there, there was a couple. I believe Bobby Ryan was one that I was debating putting. I switched. I, I don't know if he ever made ended up making the Olympics or not. I switched uh, that Fontaine with Patchetti. Switch those two. Yeah, so I have that uh, Fontaine on the second line and Patchetti on the fourth line. Still have him in. On, so that, that's why I just try to keep mm-hmm. the, like keep the legends with the legends and keep the current with the current. Yeah, I. I mean, I, I assume could, they, could even say swap that second and fourth line all together. But yeah, either or you can't go wrong. I just don't think on the Olympic standards, Pat Shreddy is a second line center. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. It's just he's not second line worthy. He's a bottom six worthy. Moving down to the defensemen, first pairing, Chris Chelios and Brian Leach. Second pairing, Cam Fowler and Ryan Suter. Third pairing, John Carlson and Brian Rafalski. I can't. Audible mentioned going out to Brooks Orpic. I would have replaced. Very, Orpik. very gritty. You know, if, if you if you want a gritty, you want some hits yeah. to be laid out. You're throwing Orpic in there. Mm. As a third, if, if, a if third you're looking card. for you know trying to score goals, trying to win games, you want to throw those yeah. those goal scores in there rather than Orpic. I would. Replace, I, I can't argue. I was gonna say I would because Orpic in his career, I believe he had less than like less than 20 goals in his entire NHL career. Like, he didn't know he was not a scorer whatsoever. No, he was more of your gritty or physical. Defenseman than your your offensive defenseman goal goal scorer. So my two goaltenders, I really cannot decide which one I wanted to can say be the starter. It's like kind of like a one A one B scenario. Ryan Miller and Tom Barrasso. You're you're right. Right. Yeah. How many goals did he have in his career? Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was not a goal scorer. Like what? I think all eighteen with Pittsburgh, maybe one or two with Washington. <laughs> yeah, that one. I'm sorry. Ten. Ten in the NHL level. Wow. So he, he's had uh, two with Boston College, six with Wilkes-Barre uh, Scranton Penguins, and the rest of them are up at the NHL level, What, whether it's uh, Pittsburgh or Washington. So which, who would you start, Ryan Miller or Tom Barrasso? Miller all the way. Miller. Miller. You got to go with Miller. 
He did phenomenal in Buffalo, like back in back in the Buffalo days when they were actually fucking good. In the in the, in the ten and the fourteen Olympics. Yeah, uh, until the golden goal scored by Sidney yeah, Crosby. Yeah, especially he played it. He really is phenomenal. Phenomenal. I mean, you also can't count out back to back Stanley Cup champion Tom Barrasso. Yeah, but Prime Barrasso versus Prime Miller, I gotta stay with Prime Miller. Yeah, I'm going. He. He Miller was the only reason why Buffalo was good back in the early two thousands. Yeah, he was. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not arguing with you no, guys on that. He's, he's, a quick fun fact on why I put um, my first line of forwards: Kachuk, Madonna, and Ronick, because they did all play together in both in, ni- in 1998 and 02. We're all playing together on that same Olympic team. I don't think they're on the same line, but they were all on all on that right, back to rosters. That's the main reason I put all three of those guys on the same. And the same reason I put uh, Kessel and Oshie on the same line. Both played together in 14. All right, Jeffy, uh, who'd you got? I have Slovakia. Um, Starting with the fours, I have Peter Bondra. Peter Bondra. Ziggy Palafue. Pavel Dimitra. Mirs. Miroslav Santon and Marion Hossa. 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 Yeah. Marion Hossa. It's been a while since I've heard that yeah. <laughs> Hossa's tan, man. Yep. Yes. They, they're on for the main of the names. Yeah, I'll say. All there, so. I'll say. This was one of like of the few worst. Was I struggled like so back here, yeah. they didn't, and they didn't have really many to choose from. Mm. Yeah, Limber Venvoski. Who? I'm so sorry. Who? (laughs) Never heard of him. Yeah. (laughs) Regardless if he's pronouncing it right or not, I've never heard of him. (laughs) Who? Exactly. Who? I I knew a lot of these names were going to be butchered. Um, And then my goaltender, Halak. Harasov Halak. So. So we realized there's a little bit of uh, a miscommunication between the group, between the group, uh, specifically between Bobo and I, um, which I, that's my fault. I should have double checked with them. But uh, both since there aren't many people for both Denmark and Russia that we can, or between Denmark and China, China. that we can go for. Who were Bobo's second two teams? Yeah, supposed, he was supposed to have China and Denmark. Denmark. Yeah, so we we kind of paired up, you know. Well, him and I kind of paired up with Russia. Because there, there are quite a few people with Russia that yeah, yeah. You could be, chosen. yeah. So um, we're we're kind of gonna go kind of go back and forth and see what Jeffy's and Kyle's opinions are on our players. Wait, so Colin, you do your forwards, you do your forwards. Yeah. Defenseman, defenseman. But what, why did they actually start? So. All right. So my sixth forward, I have Evgeny Malkin, Vladimir Tarasenko, Pavel Datsuk, Alex Ovechkin, Sergei Fedorov, and Ilya Kovalchuk. Well, Kov- Kovalchuk, okay. Kovalchuk, is that how you said the last name? Yeah. 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 So some mine are, are similar, but some mine are different. So for me, 
my my starting forwards are o- Ovechkin, Malkin, and Datsuk, okay. as well as Kovalev, Kucherov, and Pavel Burr. I forgot and my uh, my honorable mentions are uh, Artemi Panarin, and then the, that uh, I legit wrote down that ugly fucker with the Capitals who was addicted to cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he literally wrote that the ugly motherfucker. Yeah, I'll I'll show you. That's literally on the at the bottom there. <laughs> that ugly fucker who's addicted to the coke on the caps. Mine was Sergei Samsonov. Okay. So. Oh, I don't know. That's a, both those forward lists are pretty. Good. Repeat yours again, Boba. Mine were Malkin, Tarasenko, Datsuk, Ovechkin, Fedorov, Kovachuk, and my honorable mention, Sir, uh, Sergei Samsonov. I mean, bo- both of these are good. They can definitely yeah. fill out a good fo- forward roster. I mean, good three lines there, yeah. for sure. So, yeah. And with our honorable mentions, that can yeah. fill out the full ro- uh, roster spots for forward. So, yeah. I can't argue. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I, don't know yeah. I don't know if there's a clear winner between those so, two. Those yeah. are both right. pretty damn good. Yeah, re- re- regardless of how, like, how head-to-head we go, like, mm-hmm. you're, you're right, I'm right. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so, my defense, Sergey Gonchar, Alexi. Gusarov and Darius Kasparov. Yeah. So I agreed with one of his defensemen. Gonchar? I got Sergey. Yeah, Sergey Gonchar. Oh my god, I miss Gonchar. Um, the other two are completely different. Andre Markov and Dmitry Mironov. Okay. So we we got a top five defenseman right there. Yeah. But like, and my honorable mention was Mironov. Dmitry Mironov was my honorable mention. Yeah. So still top mm-hmm. top five defenseman. Then. My two goaltenders, starting, I have Semyon Varamov, and my honorable mention, good old Bobrovsky. See, I totally forgot about the Bob, but Bobrovsky, uh, I mean... Uh, Bar- the, Barlamov. I totally forgot about Varamov, yes. But Bobrovsky, I got I got to agree with yeah. for an honorable mention. But for me, I got Nikolai Kapubluvin. Uh, Kapubluvin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say Colin Kapubluvin. Yeah, I, I guess you can say Colin did blow it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, I blew it too, don't worry. So, how the fuck you say his last name, that ugly fucker who used to play at Edmonton back in the day? Oh, which one? Uh, oh, which one? <laughs> 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 yes, uh, <laughs> Ni- Nikolai. Oh, he's played for, that one, he's played for Edmonton. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, who do you have for your next team? I got Latvia, and there is not a lot of names here. I'm, I'm didn't even get a full roster. I'm just gonna list off a couple, a couple of names that I found of players that had um, NHL time. Most recently, we know Teddy Bluger from the Penguins is Latvian, which I did not know that. Honestly. I didn't know that either. Uh, coming out of uh, Buffalo Sabres, Zemzins Gergensons. Uh, Gergensons. Rudolph Bulkers, which I believe he's. Ottawa? Either Ottawa or Carolina. I can't remember who he's currently on. That, that's a fun first name, especially on the... Yeah. yeah it, it's, cares. Especially around the holidays. Rudolph. Zergay Zoltok, which I believe is the second highest scoring Latvian. Quick question. Rudolph, did he... You know, me, 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 like, have a red was, nose? Did he have a red nose? Was he being fun of by other players? Uh, no, but he did have a best friend named Dasher. Um, oh <laughs> 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 and, um, just... Last one here. Uh, defenseman, the only one I could find, Sandus Ozelinch, who is the highest scoring Latvian who? in NHL history. Who? You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and then my goaltender, surprisingly, I got lucky with this one, Ellis Mers Lincolns. That's literally the only names I have for Latvian. Literally couldn't even make a full roster because there's yeah, not a lot of notable well, ones that have had, had NHL time. 
is a very small country, but Latvia is like the size is like. The, there was a lot of names, but there's those were the only ones that I could find that had me- mentionable amount of NHL time. It's kind of just like um, with with one of Collins, he'll probably have um, Slovakia and Czech Republic. They were both yeah. kind of split. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't help that the country did kind of split up, so it's like, which one does uh. Which one does kind of align with the Czech Republic, or which one does align with this, or with the Slovakia? So yeah. Um, and my my second country I had was Switzerland. Swiss chocolate yeah. country. Um, or cheese, Swiss cheese. The. <laughs> Keep going! Don't the worry! Don't the worry about boards, it. Um, Neil Niederreiter. Um, Timo Meyer. Um. Nico Heischer, Heischer. Who? Sorry. Heischer. Heischer. All right, Kale Marker. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> sure. Shut and, up, bro. Shut up. Sven um, Bar- Barchetti. Uh, and Is that, isn't that the fucking r- the reindeer from Frozen, Sven? <laughs> Yeah. Kind of concerned for me that you know that that would be. Yoo hoo! Big summer blowout! And then, um, Kevin Kevin Fiala. 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 Sorry. Like I said, some of these names are tough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then your. Then the defense, um, Romanoshi, um, Mark Mark Shrake. Straight, straight, uh, something. Spit out, Jeffy, come on. Um, Luca, uh, oh, pressure the kid. Come on. <laughs> Luca, Sabea, uh, Yannick Weber, and then, um, for the goaltender, Jonas Hiller. Yeah. Oh, Hiller, okay. Yep. Jonas Hiller. Oh, yeah. That's right. So, I, we, I couldn't do my other two because I couldn't find names. All right, so I'll, I'll move on with the uh, the Czech, the Czech Republic. Czech, please. Czech, please. So uh, for the forwards, I have Yarmir Yager, Patrick Elias, David Pasternak, Jakub Forcheck, oh, David Krejci, and Tomas Hurdle. I can't argue Crazy with that four, four. What's your yeah. honorable? I don't have an honorable okay. for this team. So. Oh, you told us there was one you didn't have one. So. Yeah, this is the one. This is the one. Uh, for my decor, uh, I have Philip Hornick, Redo Gudis, and Zakup Zorbil. Yeah, because Zaboral. Zaboral, yeah. yeah. I yeah. wonder if he's good as hockey as he says he is. But um. And then for my goaltender, I have Dominic Hasek. Okay. Yeah. That's my starting goaltender. Yeah. So that that's who I have for my uh, my Czech dream team. Check it out for my dream team, baby. Let's go. Check please. Check. Who are one of your final teams, by the way? Uh, I had Denmark, and the only one I could do was Canada. Well, what are the three you did? It was I supposed did to be Finland is... and Russia. I did Finland, Russia, and Canada. And I, yeah, we, we, we didn't go over your finish one, did we? Colin had Finland. Yeah, but we might as well go over your finish if you have it. Mine was similar. Mine was my forward core was Yari Curry, Timu Selene, Saku Koivu, Alexander Barkov, Antti Laksanen, and Antti Maitanen. I don't know if the last two in there, but uh, Decor, Miro Heiskanen, Ali Mata, and Rejo, however the fuck you say his last name, Rustalainen. Rasmus Rustalainen. Yeah. And then Mike, I forgot Ali Mata was 
finish. My goaltender was Nick Backstrom. My honorable oh, mentions right. for forward, Nicholas Hagman, D-man Aki Bird, and my goaltender, Mika Kus- Kuskinen. Oh, Beth, that's a really good, another 1A, 1B goaltending core there. Yeah, especially for the uh, the fans. That's, so. that's still a pretty, pretty solid list so, there. There are two teams left we have to do. I got Team Germany. Yeah. Another one, not not too many, but I was able to get a couple, couple uh, NHL current NHLers in this one here. Uh, top line: Leon Dreisaitl, Tim Stutzel, and Jochen Hecht. Not sure if I pronounced that one. I I totally forgot. Did you hear that uh, Tim Stutzel actually got his first NHL goal the other night? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Second season in, he finally got his first uh. NHL goal. No. Well, again, on, on a, a failing LA Kings franchise. So, Stutzel? Yeah, Stutzel. Well, he's on the Senators. Or Senators. Either way, two, both, both... I got information that he already has 19 career goals. I'll look that up before you finish it up. But, second line, Marcel Gotch, and then father-son duo, Eric Kunakel and Tom Kunakel. That's on the same that's line. That's one of the most German last names I've ever heard. Um, not, not too many noticeable ones there in that, that forward core, but mm-hmm. uh, top defensive core, I got Christian Erhoff and Moritz Seider, and then Uwe Krupp and Robert Dietrich. Um, so not another one of those two. I mean, Dietrich did not have, I don't think he saw, he saw no time in the NHL, but I had to throw him on there because I needed a pairing, a second pairing there. Uh, but he, he did put up pretty good, decent numbers in, in, a, in a German league. Uh, Krupp had a total of 281 points in 729 games played in the NHL and did win the Cup with the Avalanche in 1995-1996. Uh, um, and obviously Christian Erhoff, who's, who's put up decent numbers in the, in the NHL. I think he is now originally officially retired. And then obviously, I mean, Dreisaitl and Stutzel. Yeah. Um, yeah, then Eric Kunakel, who also did not see much in OHL, much NHL time. In fact, I saw he only put up like five points, and I think they're all assists. Um, but he did put up 1,523 points in just 862 games played in a German league overseas. Um, and then Tom Kunakel, who is obviously still currently playing, but not not seeing many, not seeing much time, not doing much goal scoring. Uh, only 18 goals in his career in, fi- in uh, 232 games. I believe 15, I think 15 of those being with the Penguins. So um, yeah, two goaltenders here: uh, Olaf Kolzig and Philip Grubauer. Yeah, for some reason it popped up in. I don't know, my, my notifications the other night from the NHL app that Tim Strutzel finally scored his first goal, which I don't know what... It may have been of the season, but... It might, it might have been. I might have misread it, but at least that's what I, I, I thought I saw via the NHL app, so... And then last but not least, Sweden. Um, that's me a good one here. Mm-hmm. Um, it must be so sweet. Ford, <laughs> um, Peter Forsberg... Daniel Al- Alfredson, um, Matt Sudin, Daniel Daniel Sedin, um, Henrik Zetterberg, Nicholas Backstrom, and then my honorable mentions: um, Gabriel Landskog, Patrick Hornquist, Mika Sabanajad, um, Michael Nylander, and then and then for the deep the defense. Um, Henrik Sedin, Victor Hedman, and uh, and Nicholas Lindstrom. I'm surprised you didn't put the Sedin brothers together. I was together, just about to say that. I yeah, because I heard how, Henrik how, is a defenseman. Yeah. No. No. Both forwards. 
He said as the honorable mentions. The honorable mentions were I, No, I had the Sedin brothers. Oh, yeah, but, but the came together. Well, Daniel, he said Daniel as on line two, but Henrik yeah. as an honorable I, mention. I, I didn't quite honestly put him in a Pacific, okay. my, any of my lines. Yeah, I'm looking at it. He didn't, he didn't really put lines. He just oh, got okay. a, yeah. a certain amount of each. Gotcha. All right. And then... Um, and then the goaltender, the king, Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah. No debate there. Definitely, dude. I'm not even a Rangers fan. Never have been, and I teared up and at I that was, ceremony. Yeah. Though, man. Was, yeah. Regardless of whether you're a Rangers fan or not, like see his yeah. see his whole family's there. A lot of the, all his entire friends, friends old teammates there. See Matt, Matt Zuccarello getting to be there. You know, I the guy that he cried yeah. and teared up when he found that he was traded. Mm-hmm. It's it's something special to see. Yeah. You know, the, these players who aren't even teammates anymore. He's so close. Matt Zuccarello and Henrik Lundqvist are two of the best examples of, of something like that in the league. I actually, I'm actually very excited. I actually, it was kind of funny. I was telling Kyle, I actually just recently bought a Henrik Lundqvist Rangers jersey. And I told him, I kind of forgot when I bought the jersey. That he, he didn't realize that he bought the jersey, what, three days, four days before we remember, oh, wait, they're retiring his jersey this week. Yeah, like, they're retiring, so. <laughs> it was an amazing time. We didn't even completely forgot that it was happening this week. Yeah, I'm like. We knew it was happening. At, I knew we, we knew we talked about at the beginning of the season that it was going to happen this season. We just didn't realize it was literally the week that he bought it. Yeah, I was all like. <laughs> oh, like <laughs> which is awesome. When I bought it, I'm like. I just which might have honestly been a good time because prices for his jersey are probably going to start going up here yeah. very shortly. Yeah, because of Colin and Kyle here, I might have to start a jersey collection once you get my tax return. <laughs> Maybe Colin and Colin have started. Yeah. I, Kyle's the first one, but I got addicted because of Kyle. Yeah, so. yeah. First like, of all, thank you. And second of all, fuck you. Currently wearing my brand new 2021 Stanley Cup patch, Nikita Kucherov. Just switched out of my Dallas Stars. Um, John, I was blanking on the name. John Klinberg jersey. Away jersey. And I'm, I'm repping the uh, Ryan McDonough jersey right now. The Rangers Ryan McDonough Cap- jersey. Captain Ryan McDonough of the Rangers, yeah. Oh, Captain, my captain, right? All right, that'll be it for this week's podcast. Um, we're not going to do the games of the week just because we're only going to have three more days left of games to watch for because of the, the all-star break that's going to be happening this upcoming weekend, you know, Thursday through Sunday. So at this point, I, I feel like it's going to be pointless for us to, to try and go over three days. You guys can have your, have your own fucking opinions. So, so definitely next week, definitely look out for all-star recap. Uh, yeah, we'll, def- we'll definitely be going over that. Definitely try to come up with something else for, as well. But can't, we'll make any promises on anything yet. Don't want to spoil anything, any ideas we have coming up. So, Yeah, otherwise, uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Uh, we're, we're already so far into the season. Just tune into fucking social media, guys. What the, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? All right, thanks, guys. Later. See you guys.